Last week, the Science Show did a one-hour sales job for mathematics and mathematicians. We need more of you in Australia in so many fields. We mentioned health, ecology, teaching, computing, but failed to discuss lava flow in Iceland. I'm sure you noticed. So here is Herbert Huppert, H-squared to his friends, 50 years at King's Cambridge. But before that, Bondi Junction. For the innocent bystander, Professor Huppert... When there's a volcanic eruption, it seems really so unexpected and so random, depending on so many different things, that it would be almost impossible to do a neat mathematical description of what's going on. How did you approach it way back? Well, I really first became interested because there was data from the eruption of the Sufri of St. Vincent in the Caribbean in 1979, and nobody really understood the details of the lava flow. A dome formed that was quite a few hundred metres in horizontal extent, and I felt I could use my mathematical knowledge of fluid mechanics to explain how it spread. What sort of things did you need to know? What the rocks were made of, the shape of the mountain, all sorts of things like that? Well, I took a very simple approach, which was just to say it was a viscous fluid, just like an enormous amount of honey, <laughs> and made such a calculation. And the thing that's fascinating is that the lava dome spreads horizontally due to gravity, which acts vertically. How does that happen? Well, the point is that the lava dome is thicker at the point of eruption, at the centre, and thinner at the edges. And so there's a horizontal variation in pressure at the base of the lava flow, and that horizontal variation is acted upon by gravity, which is vertical, of course, to spread it more and more horizontally. And that's what I analysed. And what did that tell you for future benefit? The most important thing it indicated was what was the viscosity of the lava, because the speed at which it spreads depends on the viscosity or the stickiness or thickness of lava, and the geologists were very interested in that. Partly for the citizens as well, how fast they could run to get away from it. That is a very important point, and if I may just say, in another study... I looked at what the force on a wall would be if you built a wall to protect yourself from a lava flow. And I gave a seminar once in a very important geological institution and head of the institution said in the middle of my seminar, the force on the wall, I would have never thought of it. And I thought, but I was too polite to say, and if you had thought of it, you wouldn't have known how to calculate it. <laughs> So the information came out and you were able to do something which would indicate for future people in such a predicament how to cope with it. Get us to what's happened recently in a lava flow that may not be a volcanic one. Well, the most recent incident that I've been working on just this morning, I had a Zoom call with some of my colleagues, is a fissure eruption break in the earth a few hundreds of metres in Iceland. And the lava is flowing. This is a recent eruption. And what we want to do is to model it, finding out its viscosity, what I've shown much to uh, the annoyance of some people is the crystal formation, while it's there, 
is not important in modelling the speed with which the lava flows. In other words, it might, as it gets cooler, form crystals? Correct. As it cools, the viscosity changes, and that is important, and we've incorporated that in the model. It also crystallises, but that is not important. It eventually slows the lava, in this case, uh, eruption down sufficiently that it doesn't flow anymore, but it's the viscosity, even with the crystals in it, that play uh, the major role. It's interesting, isn't it? Would that kind of analysis have been the same for the rather more unusual one in Tonga very recently, which was one of the most explosive and dynamic eruptions known in recent times? Well, of course, explosive eruptions are different from the lava flows that form from them. I've also worked recently on explosive eruptions because the Soufriere of St. Vincent had, first of all, a lava dome formed, really quite a complicated one this time in 2019. And then in 2020, there was an explosive eruption. And the fascinating thing there, if I may say, is in journey from the centre of the earth, our hero, Axel, goes down a volcanic conduit and he says, oh my God, this is a really complicated structure. There are rocks in the way and it's difficult to climb around them and it's not at all straight. Yet I and every other person who's modelled a volcanic conduit assumes that there are perfectly syndrical smooth curve that goes up some five kilometers and what is interesting is that pressure builds up in the magma chamber that's at the bottom of the conduits maybe five kilometers deep and the conduit is pretty empty pressure builds up it cracks the rocks and then there's this enormous explosive eruption that sends material right up into the atmosphere and can cause difficulty even for aircraft, as we saw in that previous Icelandic eruption which stopped planes flying for a couple of weeks or so. We do know roughly when they might happen because we can measure on the surface what the pressure is down in the magma chamber, even if it's five kilometres down. We can't tell you it's going to happen at 10.34 and 20 seconds, but we can say it's likely to happen in the next day or so. And that, of course, is totally different from predictions of earthquakes, where no one has managed not only to predict an earthquake, but even post-date an earthquake in the sense that People have looked at data of earthquakes knowing exactly when the earthquake has happened, because it happened in the past, and they can't tell any significant indication that is when the earthquake will happen. But uh, volcanic eruptions are different because they depend on the pressure buildup. H squared. Herbert Huppert is Professor of Maths at Cambridge and returns next week in the Science Show to concentrate on volcanoes. Time now to be rather more serene.